Welcome to another episode of Blend Script, where we strive to unite homes and individuals through biblical and practical education of relationships and everyday home life. We are your hosts, Ezra and Karina Sages. Today's episode, we are talking about courtship. So Ezra, how long have we been courting for? Do you remember? Well, um, during the time of our courtship, it, I believe it, sh- it would have been like half a year. And um, I'm not sure how many months I'll be with. Is it like five, almost six months? Or is it more than six months? Was it more than six months? Well, we started courting at the end of August. August. And we got engaged at the end of December. So that's December it. Okay, September, October, November, December. <laughs> so we've been courting for four months. Wow. Okay, okay. Well, um, what do you think was the highlight of our courtship or what made you want to start courting and then end the courtship? Wow, that's really deep, baby. So that's like courtship and engagement. Yeah. Um, so I started with maybe what caused me to start. Okay. Then maybe we can go from there. All right. And um, maybe uh, and in the courtship we can we can see if we have time for that one, right? So um, okay. So wow, you asking some really <laughs> okay, good, good. Okay, so um, so with courtship, I mean one of the things um, that I always just really was very serious about i mean later on in life and you'll hear some more experiences as we go along but um was making sure that whoever i'm with that you know it is something it is someone that god approves of and um so like we knew each other for a lot more than four months i think we knew each other maybe for like maybe going up to two years maybe yeah something like that okay so going up to two years and um and we were, you know, speaking as friends at first. Yeah, that was our friendship part. Yes. And then I guess one thing that really caused me to, like, really start. Again, there are several things. You know, first knowing that Karina is a very beautiful young lady that was very interesting. She had a lot of different, you know, she a lot of things intrigued me. You know, she was, she had a heart for a mission for people. Um, I mean, there are many different aspects. But um, it was really through prayer, through just really praying and seeing God's will. Then um, that actually like caused me to make the next step. Like, Lord, do you want me to move forward? And that was months of praying. And then knowing at that moment that, okay, that there is a green light. Um, I decided to move forward in that, in that relationship, in that courtship. Okay, so maybe many people don't even know what courtship is. Yeah. So essentially, what is courtship? Okay, so we can talk about that. And um, I mean, typically, courtship is a type of relationship and um, a way of carrying out a relationship. And we're going to talk about the details in that, what exactly it is. Um, but then there are two main forms, I, I, I would say, or there's a major form of the way that we carry out relationships today that is prior to a marriage which is called dating. Now, we won't be focusing on dating today, but then we'll be focusing on something else that is called courtship. Now, a lot of people may not have heard of courtship before. It is something that may be new to some. It's something that may be um, probably not fully known to others. But then it's not something that is, I would say, commonly practiced by the majority. 
there are many areas in the world today where they still do courtship or you know i mean you go back certain decades ago and that was more of a thing to do and i guess um one of the big things about courtship is the reason and the purpose of the relationship um the reason and the purpose of the relationship so uh for example with courtship as well you know courtship is a is a relationship i mean if you if you were to define like what courtship is this is what it to be defined as courtship is basically a relationship between a man and a woman uh in which they seek to determine if it is god's will for them to marry each other and it's it's carried out under the protection guidance and blessing of parents or mentors the couple concentrates on developing like a deep friendship that could lead to marriage as they discern the readiness for marriage and god's timing for their marriage so um proverbs 3:5 to 7 says trust in the lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths be not wise in thy own eyes fear the lord and depart from evil so basically courtship is like a choice to avoid temptation and as well i guess experience the blessings of purity it's a choice to not emotionally give away your heart and affections just little by little to many people through casual dating relationships but instead just to give your whole heart to your life partner yes and uh that's why it goes back to the purpose and the motive like what is i mean if you were to sit back today i mean someone who may be listening maybe you may be a single person maybe you may be in a relationship maybe uh you may be already married but then um the question is if you're in a relationship right now like what is the motive for it what is the purpose of it are you in it just to be able to possibly um maybe just be with someone maybe uh have fun or whatever the case may be but then when it comes to courtship uh courtship basically is a very purpose driven type of relationship where um you know you basically seeking to know hey is this someone that i want to actually spend my life with and um it it's it's like a most a much more serious level than just uh the casual dating which we'll be coming to in a future episode as well as it pertains to dating but courtship is a much more serious level relationship so basically you're not just yeah. you're not just with somebody to yes. spend time or to just pass time yes. for romantic it has a goal it has, it has a, a it has an end goal which is marriage so then mm-hmm. it shows me that uh, you have no business really being in a relationship if you don't have an end goal of seeing if that person is someone you'll want as your life partner else you're wasting that person's time and mm-hmm. you playing around with their feelings so that is that is why it becomes so dangerous when you we step out of something like that mm-hmm. yes there's a quote from a book called Adventist Home on page 55 which talks really closely and really in detail about i guess the ideas of courtship and dating um it was written quite a while ago so back then every single type of dating was called courtship yeah. so both courtship and dating are called courtship here but i guess you you'll understand the 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 context by what it says so it says the ideas of courtship have their foundation in erroneous ideas concerning marriage so again here is talking about dating 
They follow impulse and blind passion. The courtship is carried on in a spirit of flirtation. The parties frequently violate the rules of modesty and reserve and are guilty of indiscretion. Uh, just to like specify this even more. So then there's like true courtship and false courtship. So mm. now the false courtship which we're coming to is the regular dating, dating. that we know today. Right. Just so you understand the context of, of that, which is written like over 100 years ago. So you understand the context like um, they probably weren't using a lot of terms that we're using as much as we use it today. Mm. But go ahead. So they're guilty of indiscretion if they do not break the law of God. The high, noble, lofty design of God in the institution of marriage is not discerned. Therefore, the purest affections of the heart, the noblest traits of character, are not developed. Not one word should be spoken, listen to this, not one action performed that you would not be willing the holy angels should look upon and register in the books above. Hmm, that's deep. Hmm. You should have an eye single to the glory of God. The heart should have only pure sanctified affection, worthy of the followers of Jesus Christ, exalted in its nature and more heavenly than earthly. Anything different than this is debasing, degrading in courtship, and marriage cannot be holy and honorable in the sight of a pure and holy God unless it is after the exalted scriptural principle. The youth trust altogether too much to impulse. They should not give themselves away too easily, nor be captivated too readily by the winning exterior of the lover. Courtship as carried on in this age is a scheme of deception and hypocrisy, with which the enemy of souls has far more to do than the Lord. Good common sense is needed here, if anywhere, but the fact is, it has little to do in the matter. Lord have mercy. So there's so many deep things that are being touched on here. Um, even just the part, the one of the last parts that it said that, um, youth today give themselves away too easily and are captivated too readily by the winning exterior of the lover. I mean, that is the epitome of dating today. Yeah. It's just by how that person looks. I mean, mm. if, if she looks good, then maybe that's someone I'll consider to be my girlfriend. You know, it's, it's just not the way to, to process relationships. Exactly. Well, to be honest, I was swept into it too before. Yeah. That's the way, it's just the way the whole I mean, you sure you don't, upon. you like me because I look good? Uh, <laughs> no, no, not only. Yeah, not no. only I looks are important, right? So the point is, looks are yeah, important, but course. it shouldn't be your main motive. I mean, it shouldn't be the driving force for why you enter into a relationship. Yes, I saw, actually, I saw this article. I'm sure many people have seen it um, about this guy who, I'm not sure if he was a murderer or what, he's committed many crimes, uh, I know he's, he was in the drug cartel, but he looked, um, according to everybody else, gorgeous, yeah. and so he was in jail, and yeah. the model industry, um, bailed him out, and they use him as a, as a, a model, as a model now, and, you know, it's, it's all, everybody's all for it, yeah. and, you know, but if you think deeper into it, this is a man who has committed many crimes and oh, yeah. offenses, but because he looks a certain way, mm -hmm. then people are ready to pardon many things. And it's even that way in, in many relationships, you know, just because somebody looks a certain way, they may be abusive or they yeah. may not treat somebody the nicest or they may be just a horrible person, but you're still considered dating that person because, oh, but he looks so hot, oh, yeah. you know? No, that's true. That's true. It's so, it's so important because um, it shows that 
I mean, looks may attract, but again, character is what should really be the um, the aspect that we look at even in, in mm. detail. Because again, uh, as much as you may be attracted to someone, it doesn't mean that it's God's will for you to be that person. Because I'm telling you, like, um, I mean, I've been in many situations before where there may have been, a, and again, I'm just mentioning this, <laughs> but um, there are many different people before that had liked me, uh, ladies that liked me that were very, you people would call them attractive people. But at the same time, you know, I didn't even consider pursuing any further because in my mind, I already knew that, hey, as much as that person may be perceived as one who is attractive and may very well be attractive, um, it is just not the type of person or the type of character that God would want me to spend my life with. So then why should I even enter into something just because maybe the exterior of that person is something, you know, is appealing. Mm-hmm. And again, it's common sense, yeah. right? Because... I mean, you, you'd hope it's common thing. sense, but it's not common sense, not common today. Well, so. yeah, but, you know, it's just, you have to think ahead. Yeah. In everything, you have to plan ahead. And I guess with, with courtship too, is this somebody yeah. you could see yourself... I mean, you might have nice babies, but um, they may look good, but those babies mm-hmm. might be like, um, I don't know. Well, you know, if your looks do fade, yeah. with everything, this is not one thing that remains. What yeah. does remain is char- even character can change, yeah. but that is something that is more stable. Mm-hmm. So if you're marrying somebody only based or even dating somebody only based on looks, what are you left with? You know, in two years, in three months, what if something happens? You know, something that um, uh, we've talked with you about before uh, just I guess as a conversation if something happened to me, you know, like if I got my face slashed in yeah. the next um, Half week the Lord yeah. forbid, but you know, would you still want to be with me or would you run away? Yeah on first occasion, you know, because you look scary girl yeah. Or would you actually remain with me because you love me for my character oh, for yeah. who I am? Oh, yeah. And that's, it, it brings a deeper reason and a deeper purpose for why you're in a relationship. Because again, a courtship is, it shows that courtship is beyond just external. It goes deeper in you understanding, is this a character as well? Again, is this someone that you want to wake up to every morning that you think is beautiful? Because that has a role as well. Because every morning when I wake up and whenever I tell my wife she's beautiful, she like <laughs> smiles like she's smiling right now. <laughs> And, um, you know, give a kiss and she smiles as well every morning. But that's all right. That's another story. But then at the same time, too, is that like a character that you want to be able to um, spend your life with? So like you're determining right now in a courtship, is this someone that I want to live my life with till death do us part? How serious does that sound when I say when I say till death do us part? I mean, it, it sounds almost scary, like, hey, this is a very serious decision. This is not like a, a, a business you're starting up. I mean, you can start up a business and um, that thing can fail in two years. That's okay. But then, you know, you can start another business very easily. But then when you have a marriage union, this is a vow you're making to God and to your wife. Right. And again, as you were saying, till yeah. death do us part, that goes even deeper because... Yeah. That is why dating, quote unquote, people they just um, they they fall in love with emotions and yeah. with the idea of love without truly knowing the other person well enough. You know, yeah. you may be with somebody for six years, 
but you don't really know them. Yeah. You can be with somebody for even more and you don't know them. Mm-hmm. Or it can be for less time, but you get to know them more. It all depends on the circumstances and what you go through as a couple or as two individuals. Oh, yeah. But that's also why we have so many divorces. Because people don't court. They don't take in serious the saying, till death do us part. Yeah. They date and then they say, oh, I love this person. And they get married and then they realize... Oh, I didn't think it through enough. And yeah. this isn't something I want to be doing until I yeah. die. So let's just divorce. Oh, yeah. That's why just divorce rates are skyrocketing. Oh, yeah. Because people date and do not court. And I mean, courtship, it's like, it's 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 so detailed. God is at the center of it. And that's mm-hmm. a big thing. Um, I, one of the stories that I came to mind when we were talking about the exterior, <clears throat> exteriors of someone like your wife or your husband and not just having that as the only uh, motive motive for getting married is a couple I got to meet in California and I actually went over there to really help them with their health and um, while I was helping them with their health I got to meet that husband and wife the wife at that moment was very much unresponsive she was experiencing uh, uh, dementia and uh, she was in a very like crippled position Mm. was able to function well and uh, i mean the, you know they she and her husband were basically married for many years and that i mean the type of love and care that i saw like the husband gave to the wife like to me that was like that was amazing that was mm. like that was like a one of the biggest amounts of love personally i've seen like someone bestowing upon their spouse because of the way that he perceived her, even when she would look in such a crippled position based upon how I would see things and perceive things like at the moment for what it is. I mean, he would just be, I mean, you can, you can sense that, you know, he, he just cared for her in a very gentle and special way. I mean, he, mm. the, the words that he would say to her every day, I mean, it was just so warm and, and I'm like, wow. This is the type of spouse we need. And yeah, that's when you you can see the difference between true love and false love. Yeah. Because I too have had a neighbor when I was living back in Canada. Um, I guess as soon as he retired, he he was he had some problems sleepwalking and he fell down the stairs um to his basement, and um I believe he he just became uh, paraplegic. I believe he became crippled, and so um his his wife. She, you know, it's very hard to take care of somebody who cannot take care of themselves. Yeah. And that's when you are really tested for love because his wife, she's there for him every morning. She, she has help as well, but she's there for him. She helps to feed him. She helps to do everything for him because he cannot do it for himself. And so that's when you know that this is how true love shows itself when you are ready to go through very big difficult situations together when you do not look as um an exit option in whatever situation when your mindset is not okay how can i get out of the situation or how can i ease my burden but how can we get through this together oh yes and that's very important that is why courtship it's like it, it it causes you to sit down to contemplate to think to pray and to determine hey is this god's will Mm. and contrary other relationships may just be more impulsive or it may just be oh i feel this way oh i like this i think i think this person looks really good Mm. uh so it's more emotional driven 
courtship is 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 more purpose driven and the the um preferable consideration um and the preferable consideration right so based on what we've talked about before that and what we've read we can deduct i guess a couple of points which some of them are um that there are rules of modesty and reserve that we must stick to even during the courting phases so it doesn't mean you give yourself fully yeah while you court you know it's not marriage you don't yes, just yeah. go into every single every single thing there there is modesty and there's reserve yeah again i mean there and again like we may probably go through more detail in in another uh, episode episode as well we'll see but then i mean you said guidelines based upon you know still biblical principles there are still reserves like you i mean biblically just uh, upfront example is you know the bible speaks against you know sex before marriage mm-hmm. so that would be a reserve that you would set in a courtship stage and that's that would be more of a obvious christian one not necessarily obvious today because it's lost sight of but it is still a biblical fact that god desires us to abstain from sexual intercourse prior to uh, marriage however there are other things and other levels of modesty and reserve that one could adhere to even oh, throughout yeah. their so uh, courtship as today, well. Today, the popular thing is to do those things, yes. but the Bible um, actually... Warns um, us against it, right? Yes, exactly. So, uh, we'll be talking about that later. But another point is that, um, I guess, courtship is also a time to determine whether or not you want to enter into a marriage contract with that person for the rest of your life. So we we have to have sound judgment for this decision because it affects us not just for this life, but for also eternal life. And uh, yeah, so that's very important because it's like um, you sign a contract. Like let's say you, you go into like a loan for school and you sign that contract that you'll go, you're, you will be paying $100,000. I mean, this contract is written. It's binding it's legal you it's there it. and if you i mean as much as you try to get out of it those debt collectors be calling you up and mm-hmm. they're like uh, you gotta pay you gotta pay <laughs> as much as you try to run away from it it's signed it's there but even more so like marriage and i mean it's so much more important so then courtship is now a, a time where now you determine do you want to sign that life binding contract mm. do you want to wake up next to that person your entire life do you want to um live with that person your entire life do you want to spend your life in growing with that person and is that someone that will aid you on the path to eternal life mm-hmm. i mean all those are really questions that we want to ask because if we if it's for the purpose of marriage then the decision that we make at the point of like marrying someone is so huge like we've seen her it could affect us even it could affect even our salvation so how important is that where our salvation literally could be affected by the wow. spouse that we have yes. and uh and a lot of times like i speak to couples and 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 it's so easy where we unequally yoke i mean the bible gives us very clear um you know instruction to be not unequally yoke um you know to be not unequally yoke and um maybe i'll, I'll get that text for you very soon but then uh you know we can't put ourselves in a position where we just choose anyone or any partner just because but we want to also choose someone that has same goals same mission with us and all that are things that we contemplate within the courtship and again 
we wouldn't go into details of it right now, but then I'm sure we'll cover this as we go along I even just, further. I just want to emphasize your point that you're right. I guess the way it's a good way to think about it as a contract, because then it really makes you think of the seriousness of the situation. And I guess it's um, well, this could be taken the wrong way, but do not take this the wrong way. But it's you have to kind of think about the marriage as a business, because as Ezra was saying, um, you know of of people who have the same mindset and the same thing if you have the same goals in life if you for example let's say you want to start a marriage together you want to make sure just like in a business you have the same goals you have the same priorities you have the same the same things set together you have all this structural principle walls yeah which will build the foundation of your home and Signing the contract means that you agree to go through this for as long as death do us part, as the saying goes. So it's not something that should be easily, easily, um, easily taken. It has to give, you have to give it lots of um, prayer, lots of thoughts. You know, many people before they sign a contract for a business, they they think about it a lot. Oh, yeah. they, they make a business plan. They mm, they do everything. They, they calculate um, pros and cons yep. and everything. And yet they for look, marriage, yeah. some people are like, "Let's get married." Okay, let's do it. There's yep. even a song about it. I don't want to remember it right now, but I know there's a song about it that yep. says, "I'm bored, so let's get married" or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's just. And even when businesses like think about it, because again, a lot of businesses may not involve God. In two years' time, most businesses fail. Hmm. And this is also very true for marriages. Within the first two years, a lot of marriages fail. There are even marriages, very exceptions, of course, but where people got divorced the next day (laughs) because it was just an impulsive or emotional decision. And again, the text I was mentioning about uh, being not unequally yoked is taken from the book of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, verse 14, where it says, Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? Or what communion have light with darkness? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like ask me sometimes, let's say you may be, uh, whatever faith that you're part of, whatever belief system that you have, basically um, you want to ensure that you are equally yoked within this belief system. Again, whether you may even be atheist. I mean, we're given biblical principles here on 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 like a relationship and so on because we believe those same biblical principles work for anyone however as it pertains to us specifically um uh, you know i intentionally ensured hey i need to marry someone that is of the same belief system as myself as a similar faith as myself you know so that way there wouldn't be lots of issues and contentions and you know and so many different different goals where we go in completely different routes and when it's time to even have children in the picture and many other things, mm-hmm. a lot more problems could arise. So again, um, it's not even a, it shouldn't even be a question. Oh, should I be this person? Like I am, um, I am a Catholic, and this person is like a uh, uh, um, uh, a, a, a Jew or whatever it is. I mean, you really want to consider those not things. Just, not just even religion, yeah. but also just basic life principles. Yeah. Because. Um, like for example, the Bible says that the two shall become one. Yeah. When you are married, so how can you become one if you're on different pages? Yeah, yeah. If for example, somebody even financially, if yeah. somebody is a spender and all they want to do is spend money, yeah. but the other person they don't have they the money for them is, to spend. Well, not just that. Their mindset is to save. Their mindset yeah. is to build. Their mindset is to 
to to have a different stance on finances well then even that is going to cause a lot yeah. of, you know lots of divorces happen because of finances yeah. as well but anyways let's continue um yeah. and it's just really having like uh like if someone say like i mean there are situations where okay someone may have let's say different ways of operating however you know still coming into a general agreement on how you both could be able to move forward in certain things. And right. there are things that are very obvious, like, hey, you just don't want to enter into that relationship because it's too far of a stretch. You know, don't mm-hmm. try to stretch things out. You know, that person is all the way on that corner and you're heading all the way on the other corner. Right, because again, it just you're not work. going into a relationship it just wouldn't to work. change somebody. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And not everything that you will have similar, but then when it comes to your main goals and uh, the mission, the purpose, I mean, there are core, core things that I think that you should really consider and that you can easily be unequally yoked with. Right. So we were saying that courtship is to determine whether or not you want to enter into a marriage, but it does not mean that you will marry that person. It is basically like a time to get to know each other, to get to know them, but with a greater purpose, not just to spend time um, because you're bored. Also, we must first have our eyes single to God's glory, a pure heart and sanctified affections. And uh, that is very important too because it's if you if you're gonna get married to someone you don't want to like bring all your problems into that relationship. Mm. You want to make sure that you first have that connection with God, that you can experience that true love, that true happiness, that security, everything that you need to get from a relationship. It's like you need to be able to first get that from God. And that way, by the time you're in a relationship, you're not trying to find it. You're not trying to look for it. But you've seen how can I bestow that upon my spouse or upon my partner. So when you're getting married, you shouldn't be thinking about, am I, what am I going to get out of this relationship? I need to get married to get this out of it. To be able to have somebody to go. Like I feel lonely now, so I need someone to like uh, help me because I'm just so lonely or whatever. Financial stability. It is for none of those reasons other than you should be thinking, what can I give this relationship? That is the right mindset to go into courtship and then even marriage. Oh yeah. And that's very true as well. And uh, I guess another point that we can get from the Adventist Home, page 55, that we read, the reading in, on page 55, is that open honesty should be the rule so there is no deception. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's very important as well during that entire phase, as you learn that individual, that you can be very honest with that person. You can be very upfront because, again, you know, you're not trying to hide something from someone where um you know like okay just so that person could marry me i i wouldn't um be my true self you want to be yourself you want that person to love you for who you are and not for someone else you know you know so then if you enter into you know you just have to really be who you are don't be afraid to express yourself to maintain your individuality because um you want that person to love you for your individuality for who you are not for someone that you're not right and also um you have to you you don't have to say everything that has happened to you or everything that you are or that your family is or anything like that but you do have to mention things that might affect your partner yeah so for example diseases or past um happenings that have left a mark on you or given something that is happening 
currently that might affect your partner as well to just give them a heads yeah. up so that they can be prepared for it too because you want to be honest in the relationship because imagine for example your you 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 only have let's say even one kidney you know yeah or whatever i don't know <laughs> it would, it would i mean it's something that's if someone if that's a big thing for someone else like oh man i really want someone with two kidneys I mean, it may be some important for them. It may, I mean, not that you can't get married if you have one kidney listening right now. There is someone, you know, that, you know. No, but is, I mean, any any help because, you know, that that could in the long term yeah, yeah. affect your partner. So you no, just want to tell them to be to be honest and open. If, if you, let's say, your right arm isn't working, but your partner hasn't noticed yet. Yeah. But then, you know, you just want to be honest about it. Hey, I have problems with this. Just so that they know because they will be the ones who will be helping you along with this as time goes. And if they don't like it, then hey, better for you because that means you won't get any help, you won't get any support, and you need somebody who gives you support in every single thing you have going on in your life. Yeah, so I believe for a lot of people is recognizing your worth and not allowing maybe certain experiences or certain things that you have to define who you are and being open and confident in who you are enough to express it to someone mm. that you love. Yes. And um, if you can openly express yourself and that person could love you for who you are, then you're on to a great start. Oh, then, yes. then, then like, let's say if I, if, if my Build spouse was to wear um, like just deck up a face, if uh, just an example, like, you know, makeup every single day. And I just never saw like her face. And let's just say it was extreme makeup <laughs> makeover. And then I, I just never saw her true face. And I thought that's, that was who she was until we got married. We went on the honeymoon and we happened to go to the swimming pool together. And <laughs> she came up. You just wake up in the morning. Oh, you wake up in the morning, right? I don't know. I'm just saying something that washes it out because in the morning, in the well, early morning, you can. Well, makeup today, you know. Well, makeup, right? And you wake up and when you look, you're like, is this, is the this? person that I married? Have mercy. You know, also to consider even even with that, you know, even if your self-confidence should yeah. not build, you shouldn't show somebody an, another thing of what you are. You should let somebody love you for who you truly are. Yeah. Because only then you can be truly happy. If you put on a face or if you put on an act or if you put on whatever, you know, yeah. just just to be able to get somebody to like you and be attracted to you, then you are building your whole life on lies. And you're just going to have to build lie upon lie upon lie. And you're not going to be happy because you cannot be your true self. You cannot be who you are with the person you love. And that honestly means that the other person doesn't love you. They love who you portray yourself to be. Oh, yeah. So, um, so don't let someone fall in love with the um the other ego if that's what they call it of you you know let them fall in love with, with you and um and you are fearfully and wonderfully made mm. um god desires you to be able to maintain your individuality to just maintain your person and um not letting anyone or anything discourage you from such and i believe i believe I believe you listening, um, you know, God's will that there is that person that will love you for who you are. And again, do not remain if there are traits in your life that you know that may be able to change and that is very repulsive. That is between you and God now. In that single phase, that's where you decide, hey, God, I'm in a relationship with you and 
Lord, help me to be to change in those areas so that it's a growing, it's a it's a it's a growing process. And so that way you can better be in a position where you're ready for that that person. And again, you know, who you are will attract the type of person that will um want to even be with you. Right. And also there's a solution phrase that goes yeah. every mouse has its cheese. Oh wow. Everybody has a cheese, right? <laughs> and you know, basically it's it's true. You know, every person has their other person, somebody who is good for you. You know, there's so many people in this unless world. Unless they're called to be single, right? Unless, well, unless you're called to be single, yeah. then, you know, you have you have your own cheese. You have, you right, have your the Lord. You have, the Lord. you have the Lord. But, you know, there's, oh, there's somewhere out there, there's somebody perfect for you. They might not be in your surroundings. They, don't, might, they might not be where you are. Ezra wasn't where I was. Yeah. He was in a different country. He's, well, he's from all the way from St. Lucia. I'm all the way from Moldova. And somehow, at the right time for both of us, we met in, in a completely different country. And God makes it happen. If you are prayerful and if you um, want to follow the Lord and keep his commandments, then he will lead you in his paths. And he's led me and Ezra to meet each other. You yeah. know, it's, it seems like a very slim chance of us actually meeting yeah. and we the first time we met was for a short time and you know it's it's kind of it kind of seems odd how our relationship formed but god made it happen and god can make it happen for you too yes and then and then now it's like the theme of your life right now is saying lord i want to be married to you mm. and then when we put that in perspective God God does the rest. I mean, don't if 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 your entire motive right now is to hunt that person or you know try to like, you know, you might probably end up making a wrong decision. But if you allow God to really take control and to really lead out then I mean, you're off to a, a way better start. Mm-hmm. You're off to a way better start. And there's something my mother used to tell me a lot when I was younger. She used to tell me, stop looking for something yeah. or stop waiting for it because it's going to come when you're least expecting it. Yes. And she was very right because only when I started um, being happy with who I was and not searching something, not constantly seeking for it. Because to be honest, um, in, in my culture, girls get married young. And so, you know, as, as I was starting to get older, you know, you're starting to kind of itch and you're starting to think, man, I need to get married or I need to um, start having a relationship. But only when I said, you know what, I'm going to leave it up to God and I'm just going to try and concentrate on myself and on my relationship with God. And when I did and when I was satisfied in being single and being just with the Lord, that's when God gave me a relationship and I realized wow you know what is true you, you do not have to wait for somebody to make you full or complete that's not what marriage is you're supposed to be complete in God but then you unite in that completeness with your husband or your wife oh yes and that is so important and it is so true and you know that is what God desires that is what God desires for us in our relationships you know that is what God desires for us and as we go into the next one as well, one of the other points, unless you... Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> so basically, um, one of the last things we can get from this is yeah. courtship is not dating where you can just 
call somebody's affections, you can engage in flirting, and then you just drop them and you move on to the next person. Courtship is having a deeper purpose. Courtship is doing things right because you don't want to hurt somebody, right? You don't want to go into the relationship. If you're thinking, okay, well, you know, um, I just want a summer fling or something, you know, because I'm so bored this summer or just because, you know, everybody else is dating. Everybody else has a boyfriend, yeah. especially now Valentine's Day is coming. Oh, man, yeah. I want to receive chocolates and flowers. I oh, need yeah. to get myself a boyfriend and then... Don't get your boyfriend just for Valentine's Day. It is wrong. It is biblically wrong and you morally wrong, emotionally wrong. And you're hurting the other person. Yes. It's called, I believe, um, what was the sentence? Trifling. Um, trifling with hearts. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be that person. Yes. And the thing is, like we mentioned in that, but I'll tell you this. To be honest, at one point I was that person. And yes, it brings hope because I believe God is able to change. God is able to change hearts. I mean, mm-hmm. growing up, like, I never really wanted to be in, like, I mean, I took a different stance and perspective on it. I didn't want to be in, like, any type of serious relationship at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to, like, have friends, like, friends with benefits. And um, I would just, like, be with people and hang out with them and and engage as if they were to be my, um, you know, my partner. But at the same time... Um, you know, having multiple, you know, calling out feelings of multiple young ladies and then having them to be so emotionally attached that, that, um, even if we were not in a relationship, they were so emotionally attached that it was difficult for them to have to just think of me not being with them. And that is a dangerous thing. I, I personally had to really ask God for forgiveness for. And, um, I think that, you know, if, if we've been in such a relationship, I, I believe we, we ought to really ask God for forgiveness because, it, it it's it has destroyed many lives and mm-hmm. um I've, you know we've broken many hearts right. and um you know that's that's why you know it's, it's such a prayerful thing now to just pray lord help me to not do this i mean sometimes we may carry out our lives and maybe someone emotionally may be drawn out without us being without us really knowing without us possibly doing much but we are in control of a lot of the heartbreaks that occur, a lot of the emotional attachments that happen because of the way that we lead things on. Mm. So, courtship is more like a, a shield. It, 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 there's more of like a, uh, like a fence, you know, like a barricade that, that sort of prevents people from just like stepping all the way out. And it gives certain boundaries so that we, you know, certain things are maintained. And um, uh, that is what that is what God that is what God wants for relationships where we don't just fully give everything in that in that phase of of courtship where we don't say hey take my heart run with it do whatever you want but then we don't just call people emotions out and that is important you don't call out someone emotions and especially when you're not serious and you know that you you you, you don't want to have that person as a life partner very dangerous and also we are social creatures so getting attention is something we are very good at or something we like a lot we crave attention that's the way we are made but then again you know just because we like attention doesn't mean you have to lead certain things on just because you get a little attention 
you have to think deeper than that because for example uh, I like free things but it doesn't mean I'm gonna go steal something just so I can get a free thing you know yeah. it's basically the same principle you're stealing somebody's attention you're stealing somebody's heart somebody's emotions because you lead them on so I have to be very careful with that as well because that falls on you now it doesn't fall on the other person oh yes and um and that's why it's so important. One of the biggest things in courtship is the one who should be in the middle of it, in the midst of it, which is God. Mm. And, um, and you know, the Bible gives a principle in First Corinthians 10 verse 31 that whatsoever things, you know, you eat or drink or whatsoever things you do, do all to the honor and glory of God. And that includes you, the way you carry your relationships. So in other words, the Bible is telling us that whatsoever things you do meaning that the way you carry your relationship you should do it to the honor and glory of god so you want to really sit back and understand lord this relationship i'm in right now is it honoring and glorifying you am i fulfilling the purpose that you desire for me to fulfill in this relationship i mean if you're already married then this, yeah this i mean marriage is out of the question right now it's more like courtship like if someone is dating or whatever like really whatever you call your relationship where you're not married as yet. Premarital. You know, and if it is something that is not honoring and glorifying to God, you might even want to consider ending that relationship and not leading it on even more. And don't think that, hey, probably you've led things on so much and you know that this is not God's will. You may want to ensure that you're in God's will. That's the safest place to be. Mm. And start things, you know, you know, start things over, start things right. And um, I believe God is able to help you, help you and um, to be able to make those right choices, to make those right decisions. And start things over with the Lord, not with oh, another yes. person. No, that's right. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's a good point you made, baby. And um, as, we, as you put yourself in such a position, then God will prepare you for something better, mm. something greater. And it's, uh, don't think about it as a loss. I know so many of us are so emotionally attached right now that we cannot even think of not being with that person. Mm. I mean, but then think about not being with God, eternal separation from God. Mm. And that is what it could lead to if we continue down on that path that we know that is not God's will. Mm. So my encouragement as well, you know, to everyone, you know, who may be in such a position, like one where you may be in a relationship that you know that is not God's will, is to be able to prayerfully go to the Lord and, and ask Him for help so that way you can deal with this, you can break it up. And to those people who may be in a relationship that um, they think that, okay, this person may be the one, my counsel would be also to pray harder, pray more. Double the time that you pray. And that's exactly what I had to do for my um, spouse. And um, for people who may not be in a relationship, I would say continue to li listen to our podcast. I mean, what I want you to do right now is like uh, hit that subscribe button, um, the follow button, the heart button, whatever it is, and make sure you subscribe to this podcast. I mean, you came all the way to the end of this, meaning that you want something more mm. in your life, in your relationship, whatever it is. And we have so many topics oh, yes. right now, going from finances, going to what should I, what should I know before I court. What should I know before marriage? Yeah. Before we have so many topics oh, yeah. that we are really excited to share with you guys. Oh yeah. So definitely right now, do not leave our page without um, hitting that button. Also in ending is just basically it's thinking 
with your head and not your heart. What was the word that went, um, trust not on your own heart? What's the official version of it? Uh, the Bible text. Yeah. Uh, Trust in the Lord before your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Is right. that it? And also about the heart being deceitful. Oh, the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who could know it? Mm. You know, many times the heart means the emotions yeah. in, in Bible, Bible talk. So many times we base our decisions a lot on our emotions. So think with your head. Think with your mind and not with your heart because the heart can be deceitful. Think right and weigh out all the pros and cons. In this relationship, um, am I going to start having problems down the road because we have um, a difference in opinion on this big subject or um, this and this is happening. I love him so much or I love her so much, but, um, you know, I know this person does not love the Lord or I know I know they can come to love the Lord. That's also a bad thing to think uh, about because you do not change a person you should get in a relationship the way they already are and God will improve things. But it doesn't mean if somebody does not trust in the Lord or if somebody does not believe in certain stuff that God is going to change them and they're going to start believing. So I think just the main point, think with your mind and not with your heart. And again, ask the Lord for wisdom so you can think well with your mind. This has been our episode on courtship. I hope you have been blessed. And we'll see you next time. All right. Have a good one. Make sure that you share with uh, friends and family. And don't keep it to yourself. And you have a wonderful rest of your day.